Welcome to Keep You 100 Radio. I'm your host, Felicity Pointer, type 1 diabetic, certified health coach, personal trainer, and founder of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness. Inside this podcast, you'll find the real and raw conversations around diabetes management, including the lessons that we don't learn in our endos office, my best tips and trainings, and conversations from the experts that I trust inside the community so that you can create more predictability in your diabetes management and feel empowered while doing so. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome to the Keeping It 100 radio segment, Empowered Voices. I'm Valeria Garcia, certified health coach, type 1 diabetic, women's wellness coach and mentor inside Needles and Spoons, and alumni of our signature program, Keeping It 100. Inside this segment, I hold space and interview individuals, leaders, and supporters from the T1D community to share their story, journey, experiences, and wisdom to empower, inspire, and share their light. To find these conversations live, join us inside the T1D Judgment-Free Zone Facebook group. All right, we're live. Okay, I'm so excited for another episode of Empowered Voices. Um, We have a very special guest today, and I'm super excited to have you here. This is Zeke, and he is one of the founders of Crossed Beverages. So we are so excited to have him here and talk about beverage inclusivity, how they started, um, what they're doing now. So if you would like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you, that would be great. Thank you so much, Val. I would love to. Uh, My name is Zeke. As you said, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Crossed Beverages. Um, We are a beverage alcohol company focused on creating better-for-you brands. Um, at the intersection of full flavor and health and wellness within fourth category of beverage alcohol. Ooh, I love that. That is so cool. And I kind of want to say like my fangirl story of like <laughs> how I reached out to you and how this came to be. So I was at a local brewery in my hometown and they were like, oh, we have these new seltzers. They're called Happy Saki Seltzers. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of that before. So I bought one, of course. Loved it. My blood sugars were great. Everything was so awesome. And my brain is like, I need to know who started this. Like I went into like research mode. So I like stayed up at night and I was like looking up everything about you guys. And I was like, oh my gosh, one of the founders is also type one diabetic. Like how interesting enough. So I was like, all right, that's my sign. We got to bring them on here and have them share a little bit more about, you know, beverage inclusivity. And I love that word because you really do put that at the forefront of what you're doing and just like being inclusive with everyone. So that's how this came to be. And I'm so excited that it all worked out and we were able to have you. Me too. I'm so, so happy you did. And it's, it's funny you mentioned that because that's so integral to the founding story of our company and what we do every single day. It really all got started when my co-founder and I started going to a lot of these college parties and realizing that really the only option for drinking was value beer. And each for our own reason, that didn't really work for us. For me, I had grown up and my family's been in the alcohol business for four generations. And so I grew up drinking a lot of really bold spirits with my grandfather. And I missed the experience of sitting and sipping and enjoying like a gin or a whiskey. So I started mixing these really great cocktails in my dorm room and mini to-go containers before going out. But I never realized how bad they were for me and that these drinks I was having had 350 calories, 30 grams of sugar, 30 carbs until I met Nate. And Nate um, is also a type one diabetic. Nate will tell this part of the story way better than I will. But he remembers super clearly growing up and being diagnosed with, with diabetes. And suddenly he would go to school and at snack time, all of his friends were having cookies and apple juice and he was having water and carrots. And for him, food and drink always felt like an area where he was different and excluded from everybody else. And it always sort of ate at him, no pun intended, um, that he couldn't, um, you know, really just be one of everybody else um, when it came to food. And so as he got older and older, a lot of innovation in 
food and beverage really has occurred that's allowed him to be more and more like everybody else, right? He can have sugary candy without the sugar. He can have bagels that don't have carbs. He can have cereal that doesn't have carbs in it. And he's had a lot of really great innovations that, that he loves every day. But when he got to college, what he noticed was that innovation had not yet reached beverage alcohol. And no one had really focused on removing the sugar, putting that um, better for you attributes into a beverage alcohol. And so that was what we set out to do. I love that. That is so cool. <laughs> and I think it's, it's special, you know, and you too, as being like a friend and like being there with him and like recognizing that together. Um, you're right. I agree. I think in college, you know, all of that was just out of sight, out of mind. It's like, we weren't, I always like that my like health in college looks so different than my health today, just because we grow, we start to learn, we expand our knowledge and all of this. But I think it's really special that there is inspiration from your family and things you had with your grandfather. And then there's also that inspiration of, you know, Nate and him wanting to feel included in whatever that is, whether it's drinks, working out, food, anything. Um, I think that's so special. And yeah, so that's cool. Cause that's kind of like the history of how you guys got started. And I think that, that's pretty unique, you know, like being in college, starting off and having those to go drinks and being like, okay, how can we change the game? You know? And we are super lucky. This really I think a lot of entrepreneurs kind of say this, but it's really true in that this was never something that we started as let's go start a business and backed into what we wanted to do. It was really the other way around. It was, we were just solving a problem that came up in our own lives for ourselves. Then we started to solve that problem for our friends also. And before we knew it, we realized there was actually a real business opportunity here. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's great. I mean, yeah. I mean, I never thought I would be a health coach and like, here I am, you know, it's like, it just all kind of comes with like your own experience and like what you're going through in the day to day. And I think that's what makes it so successful, you know? Um, so you kind of shared a little bit about the history and like the mission of what you guys do. Um, what does like beverage inclusivity mean to Crossed and you guys as a team? Yeah, I think for us, it's about trying to find very specific niches. And I think what's really important is beverage inclusivity doesn't mean that every beverage has to be for everybody. Um, I think it means that within our portfolio, we have to have options for people who have very different lifestyles, people who have very different drinking occasions. Um, But we also are very interested in finding specific use cases for each of our brands, um, rather than trying to make them too general. And I think that that's a really key distinction is um, that we find brands are successful when there's a specific niche, a specific um, angle that has some differentiation and you can build a core audience and a really committed fan base um, and then grow out from there rather than being, you know, trying to be something to everybody. Um, and I think for us, that's really what beverage inclusivity is while also always maintaining that zero sugar, all natural ingredient, low cal, low carb um, kind of nature that's at our core. Um, And then the other side to that for us is about our commitment to give back. And so we donate 5% of our proceeds to local diabetes organizations um, over the course of 2022. Hopefully, um, if we hit our sales projections, we'll donate over 200,000 units of insulin to diabetics in need, which we're really, really excited about. Um, And hopefully we'll, we'll make a big impact in the communities. Oh my gosh. Yes. That'll make a huge impact. I didn't even know that part. (laughs) I was like, wow, that's so beautiful. And I love how you kind of broke it down with like the different niches of like groups of people. Cause you're right. When you try to do it for everyone, it just gets too overwhelming. Cause you're right. Everyone's at a different space. They're on a different journey. Their needs are different. Right. Um, and I think the inclusivity part of having those specific 
different options is like what makes someone like me not feel excluded. (laughs) I feel included by having like an option that works for me. That feels good. And I'm definitely someone I'm sure a lot of people can relate. We love like the organic or the natural ingredients and all of that. And when companies or brands like think about that at the forefront, it's like, I think you're just thinking about your like clientele, right? You're like in hopes of like supporting their health in some capacity. And I think that's super important. And yeah, I commend you guys for doing that. And then, yeah. And then helping, yeah. Diabetics. That is amazing. And that's something everyone that I didn't know. So this is just like, you know, special and our access as a type one diabetic, as you know, with like Nate being your friend, so different from everyone, right? Like our access to insulin, access to technology, uh, just to different services is like really different depending on where we are, you know, what age we are, things like that. So we appreciate that. And I think that's just something really special that you guys do. So great. Thank you. <laughs> and we, feel, we feel really, really lucky to be able to do that. And, um, you know, Nate also really specifically did a ton of research to find the right organization where we should be doing this. And he will talk about this again better than I will, but he really made a strategic decision in that he didn't want us to just donate to one of the large research organizations because he wanted to actually make an impact on the ground locally in the communities where we're selling. And so we found local organizations that are actually giving insulin assistance to diabetics in need rather than just donating to research. And so in that, we feel like we're making a little bit more of a direct impact um, and it's, it's really rewarding. Yeah, that's great. I think that's important too. There are a lot of big yeah, research companies out there. And it's like, you want to know where your help is going really. And you want to see it (laughs) kind of on the ground and that's super special. And yeah, I'm just curious to know too, how that was just being his friend, like in college and kind of being friends with a type one diabetic. Honestly, I was diagnosed when I was out of college, which was wild, but during college in the dorms, the guy that lived next to me was a type one diabetic. And it was so interesting to, just know him and like learn about the diagnosis. I had never known anyone before him. And it's definitely something I think as a college student, that's, you know, heavy and difficult. Definitely. So Nate is probably the most responsible and on top of it person in the entire world. Most people don't even know he's a type one diabetic. I mean, he is so diligent about his care. He's an incredible athlete. Um, he played both rugby and football in college um, and is just in unbelievable shape. He's really, really careful about what he eats and all of that. Um, and so he rarely has any sort of kind of real issue where he where he needs intervention or anything like that. But I certainly, it was the first time I was really around um, anyone with type 1 diabetes. And so I learned a ton about how it works, what it means, the different things he has to do just to you know go, go through his day um, and all the different factors he needs to consider with everything he puts in his body. And so it's been a really interesting education process for me. Um, and honestly, it's just given me so much respect for, for what he does every single day um, and what you do every single day and what so many Americans do every single day um, just to you know live a completely normal life. Yeah. And we appreciate that. Yeah, that's very sweet. <laughs> um, I think that's great. And having that experience of like being a friend and even for him to like open up about something like that with you just goes to show that you guys have, you know, a great relationship because it is hard. Um, I didn't have it in college, but I could have ima- I assumed that I would have felt the same. Like I wouldn't want people to know about it. I'd probably be hiding it. Um, and, you know, it definitely diabetes blends into all areas of our lives, relationships, career, 
day-to-day, how we work out, everything we do. So I think that's just goes to show you guys have a strong relationship and he opened up. Um, so tell us more about these beverages because I only know about like the sake seltzer, which everyone, if you guys know what sake is, if you don't, it's like a Japanese what alcohol is that what you call it yeah it's people often refer to it as like japanese rice wine um i would sort of think of it like a cross between a hard spirit and a wine um that's made from rice it's super neutral um it's really really delicious um but yeah so we have we have two current brands in our portfolio and are working on several others that are still in self mode um the first brand we launched is called sesh and it's just a better for you can cocktail. So all of the cocktails we were enjoying um, were, you know, 350 calories, 30 grams of sugar, 30 carbs. Nate couldn't have those. Any of the better for you options out there had zero flavor, had zero authentic cocktail taste. And so we just sort of went about mixing in our dorm room, delicious, authentic cocktails with zero sugar and all natural ingredients. And we started bringing these out for us and a couple of friends. And before we knew it, this was really that first brand that we brought out onto the market. We started with four flavors. We now have eight different flavors of cocktails. Um, and so we're going to be expanding that brand consistently. It's doing really, really well right now. It's in 10 states, uh, mostly on the East Coast. Um, and we're seeing super strong sales results. We're actually the number nine selling brand in the state of Florida right now. The only brand that's not a you know, major um owned by one of the big beer players um, that's in the top 10, which we're really excited about. Um, and overall, that Sesh brand is picking up a lot of momentum and we're really excited to continue growing it. And then, as you mentioned, we launched our second brand recently called Happy Sake, which is the first ever sake-based spike seltzer. It's made with only real premium Junmai sake, which is really just high quality sake. It's made with only that real fruit juice, real tea and sparkling water. So super simple ingredients, super light, super refreshing, um, but really, really, really cool. And the reason we started that is because we've started to see sake become more and more popular in the United States. It, over the last 10 years, it's really been picking up steam. And right now it looks to us like it's about to hit that moment that Mezcal had over the last decade. And so we wanted to figure out how we could get into sake. But what we realized when we were doing a little bit of research is that 85% of sake is still consumed on premise at Japanese restaurants, whereas most alcohol in the United States is purchased off premise in liquor stores. And so we wanted to figure out how we could bridge the gap and help take sake outside of the Japanese restaurant and into the local liquor store. And that's why we put it into this new format of the ready to drink cocktail um, that we felt could kind of bridge that divide and bring it into you know, more people's homes. Yeah. Ooh, I need to try one of those sesh. <laughs> I'm not on the East coast. I'm on the West coast. I haven't tried those yet. Um, but congrats. I think that's great to see like your first product just thriving. That's amazing. Thank you so much. And send us your address. We can send you some samples. Oh my gosh. Stop. <laughs> I'm so excited to see your that. Um, I definitely, yeah. So what I was going to say is your other drink, the happy sake. Okay. I'm obsessed. I can't even tell you how many people now are buying it off of like the BevMo shelves here in like California and Orange County. Um, I told my mom about it. Friends, everyone's love it. I took it to this random party with my fiance's friends and they, they just cracked them open. They're like, Whoa, what are these? They're so good. And like, they were so into it. So it was really fun to kind of tell them about the drink and just knowing who you guys are and what you do and just how great and communicating with me you've been like i just feel like you guys are such an awesome brand i wanted all my people to to uh, support Thank you, you. So much. yeah yeah and they're just they're just great drinks and 
I honestly have never seen anything like it. I don't think I've ever even had that type of alcohol at a Japanese. I've seen it, but I've actually never like ordered it or anything. So for me, it was a whole new experience. Very good. Very delicious. The cans are also really nice looking and they're cute and yeah, they just look healthy. <laughs> um, so much. We appreciate every single purchase. That, that means a lot. And hopefully our goal is, you know, people like you who've never tried sake will now be introduced to a whole new category. And now maybe you'll next time you're in a, a Japanese restaurant or in a liquor store, actually try sake itself. And now you you've opened up a whole new category. Yeah, totally. I feel like it definitely like opened up my mind. <laughs> Um, so, okay. Where can people find like a majority of like the products that you guys have out now? Yeah. So we have store locators on both of our websites. If you go to drinksesh.com or happysake.com, sesh is available in most States on the East coast at your local liquor store or bodega, depending on where you live. Um, if you're in Florida, you can go to your local Winn-Dixie, um, or total wine, which is, um, really, really exciting for us down there. Um, and then if you live in Ohio or Tennessee or Georgia, you can go to your local Kroger store where we're there. Um, and then if you live in California and you want to try happy sake, we are at every BevMo and every Erewhon store. And, um, if you don't find either of these at your local store, you can definitely ask them for it and hopefully they'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, and then where I tried it was at a like new local brewery in my hometown. So that was really cool. Yeah. And they only had like a couple, but same thing. Bartenders said they loved it. So they were like, let's get a couple cases in here and see what people think. So again, just goes to show more people are really, really interested. Um, so I was also going to ask you if, you know, is this the first time like you've ever spoken, you know, like this or about your products to the type one diabetes community? Um, how's that experience feel? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Usually, um, Nate um, takes a lead on things like that. Um, we do, we try to do a fair amount of outreach to the type one diabetes community um, as much as we can. And especially through some of our organization partners, we've done a couple of events and activations in Cincinnati and different things um, where we've done fundraisers and things like that. But this is really, I think the first podcast I've done for sure. And it's been, it's been a lot of fun so far. Um, I think it really means a lot to both Nate and myself because it's such a core part of the reason we started this. Um, and it's not that we wanted to create a diabetic drink or anything like that, but we wanted to create to your point, inclusive beverages that don't turn away anybody and are better for you. And so, um, I hope that every product we create is able to make a difference in somebody's life and give them that option that they didn't otherwise have. Yeah. Oh, I got chills. That was so nice. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I think, especially, you know, being a type one diabetic, someone who's super involved in the community. I work with clients that are type one diabetic. I work on a team. We're all pretty much type one diabetics on our team. So to just know that we also can be supporting by buying your guys's products, by supporting you guys as a business who also took into account some, you know, people like us who have different diagnoses and not exclude us. And then it makes, honestly, it felt really good to know for me, like, I don't know. I've never really thought about like supporting other businesses that might have 
either like connections to type one diabetes or whether that's their focus or not. So to me, just the fact that I loved the drink and then like dove into the research to find you guys, it just made it that much more special for me. I was like, oh my gosh, like there was type one diabetes tied into something like this. And it, it felt really special to me to support something like that too. Um, so it's really, really exciting for me to see like the ins and outs and really what like your mission and core was at the start and to see where it is now. And it's thriving so much. I didn't even ask you what, when did you guys start? Like how long ago was that? Yeah, it's crazy to think about, but it's been about three and a half years since we started this. Um, and time has absolutely flown by, um, but we've learned so much every single day. Yeah, yeah, I know. Owning a business is a big a big game right there, <laughs> but you guys are doing amazing. And I think it's just really awesome to know that it just started from a genuine, you know, experiences that you guys were having in college as friends and just... It's really cool to see. Um, okay. Is there anything else that you want to share about your products, about your mission? Um, any words of wisdom, anything you want to share? This is your time. Thank you so much. No, I just want to say thank you for having me. Um, as I said, anyone who wants to uh, try either Sesh or Happy can find it at drinksesh.com or happysaki.com. Um, also, you, we have contact pages there. Feel free to reach out. We always love um, talking to everybody. So please, please don't be, don't be a stranger. Um, and thank you for having me and we'll talk soon. Yeah. Sounds great. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was really nice to meet you and learn more about what you've created. And I look forward yeah, to talking to you soon. Have a good one. You too.